Now serving B24 at DMV window number 7. Okay, Jim, we're next in line. Perfect, Jim. Things are going very smoothly. You remembered the cell phone bill? Yes, and the birth certificate. Nice. We'll have a real ID in no time. That's right. Ready to fly to Carla's graduation and then the big game. Real great work, Jim. You too, Jim. Excuse me, are you talking to yourself? Now serving B25 at window number 10. That's our cue, Jim. Excuse us. Talk yourself into Real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at dhs.gov slash Real ID. Hey, this is Brad from Cowboy Mouth, and you're listening to Tina and Jeff on Floors Truly. Good evening, beautiful people, and happy Tuesday. This is Tina and Jeff with this week's episode of Floors Truly. Hey, Jeff, happy Tuesday. How are you? Oh, I'm a little under the weather. I wonder why that could be. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, there's some issue out there. Yeah, is it is it a case of let's we want to call it deja vu, Groundhog's Day? What would you do that pre hurricane feeling? But yeah, Groundhog's Day really does seem to sum Yeah, sums up sums up for, for this hurricane season. We are so closed. Stop coming here. <laughs> so, uh, as some of y'all may or may not know, we are now under hurricane watch. Hurricane data is on its way here. Escapes, fortunately, the, the last couple of ones, but this one is is headed for the Grand Isle, New Orleans area. Is, is eight times last... a charm, isn't that what? Yeah, they're this saying? this this will be the fifth hurricane that will actually hit Louisiana this season, and I believe it's that they said the ninth time that we were in the cone of uncertainty. <laughs> I think it was. I think it's the eighth or ninth time we've been in the cone. Of course, the the other ones missed us. This one looks like it's. Yes. Uh, it's on. So fifth one. So this yeah. will, if, if there are any more storms after this one, this will break the all time record from, from 2005 for the right. most storms. We're tied, we're tied right now. So and here's the interesting thing about 2005. When we reached Zeta in 2005, it was the last week of December. December is when we reached Zeta at this point in the season uh, of 2005, the final week of October is when we saw beta. So we, we, we're we a little ahead of schedule on that 2005 season, but you're right. And I'm telling you, there are some models suggesting that we've still got one or two more that'll end up in the Caribbean over the course of the next few few uh, couple weeks. So those long range models have been pretty accurate at seeing some stuff. I hope they're wrong this time. I hope these cool fronts start coming down. But anytime you've got a mild winter pattern, which is common in an El Nino, you've got a longer uh, season of summer slash autumn, and that keeps the cold fronts away. You've got hotter water temperatures. The, the cold fronts don't make them down as far. And that's why we're in a situation where we've got 80 degree weather here, but in central Texas, they're in the 40s. The cold fronts just aren't making their way this far south. So that is having an effect on things. We're seeing the same kind of pattern that we had in 05. So mm-hmm. we, this may be a record breaker. And we'll it see. is it is not normal to have storms in December. So uh, hopefully that this this year will not mimic that. But it is it is truly crazy because I was listening. Of course, you know we we say we're not weather watchers, but we are. <laughs> so of course before before we went on the air, I was catching you know the latest stuff that was happening on NFL Network and flipping between the Weather Channel, and they said that there's a cold front 
that's coming through. So we're going to have all this crazy weather tomorrow. They expect it to be a wind and rain, light wind and rain event, uh, very quick moving category one, which is good. You want it out of here as soon as possible. Uh, they said a couple of hours, it's going to be pretty rough. And then on Thursday, the weekend's going to be beautiful. But then on Thursday, we're going to have this cool front come through. We're going to be in the fifties and sixties. So tell me if that isn't crazy, you know, one day we have a hurricane, wind and rain, and the next day we got a cold front coming through. We'll be in the fifties. Well, you know, and they've always just- said about, about Southeast Louisiana weather. If you don't like the, the weather, go inside and wait 10 minutes, you know? Yeah. And I was, I, I, I saw the snow you were talking about. They've, it, I think it's Lubbock, Texas. They have like an ice storm and they've got snow. I mean, it's, that's just crazy to me. I mean, it, it, cause that's not that far away from us, No, it's but, not. but they, you know, to me, it's like, I, I don't live in Colorado. I have friends that live in Colorado. We have friends in California. They, I, I pray for them to get as much snow as possible. Cause those wildfires have been going on for you know, months now, and uh, they need they need you know, as much precipitation as they can get. So, if we could it, bottle some of ours up and send yeah, it to them, uh, I, I definitely would be glad be glad to give it to them. But this week this weekend is going to be really nice, which is Halloween weekend. So, uh, from what I can see, we're going to have really, really nice weather for people that are want to partake in Halloween. And I know we talked about that last week and, um, our saints of, of course, uh, they, they won this past Sunday yes. playing the Panthers, uh, 27 to 24 win. And, uh, let's see what else is going on this weekend. We got to, we got to, uh, fall back with our clocks. <laughs> so daylight savings time. So we, we gain an hour which is pretty right. good. That's uh, right. Saints right. are playing up in Chicago for three o'clock. So that's kind of cool. Who dads get to sleep a little later and they get, you know, gain an extra day to do stuff. What are you going to cook? Or, you know, if you're going to do something for Halloween and you got to recuperate the next day, uh, we don't have kickoff until three twenty-five. So that's right. And of course, LSU plays an afternoon game on Saturday at Auburn. They, they're scheduled to kick off at two 30. So we're going to see, you know, LSU game, afternoon game on Saturday, into Halloween night, get the extra hour, and then uh, kick off with the Saints, a nice 3 o'clock start in the afternoon. So it's shaping up to be a a great weekend for football and festivities. Yes, we just got to get through tomorrow. So we'll uh, right. say in our prayers for all of Southeast Louisiana and hope that nothing crazy happens. They're not really expecting it to be too bad. But then again, this is 2020 has been unprecedented hurricane season. So we just, we don't know. We just keeping our eye out and taking all the precautions and doing everything we need to do. I just tell you this before we got on air about two o'clock, I was, picking up everything. And I said, I am sick and tired of having to do this. It seems like every other week I put everything out on the patio under the, in the outdoor kitchen and I got to pick it back up, put it back out, pick it back up. I'm just, I'm tired of it. So well, I really I've noticed know. today people are a little bit more lax on getting out and doing any of this stuff. But then again, we've done it six times already where nothing happened. Yeah. And, and the, so governor here, said that. the yeah. governor said that he's like, he didn't want people to put their guard down. He's like, you need to pay attention to it just like it is for every, any other storm. And he's like, and I understand we've had a couple and he didn't want to say false alarms but that's what he was alluding to for certain areas but of course with new orleans being in the fishbowl and having the issues with the drainage and everything that goes on there and mayor came on and told everybody you know make sure you make your preparation you don't want to be caught tomorrow at like six o'clock right before it gets dark trying to do all of this stuff because the storm's supposed to be you know rolling through tomorrow night and that's another thing why do they always come through at night why is that yeah, you can't yeah, see, you can't hear anything. It's just, oh they're, man. They're nocturnal. Didn't you know that? That's- <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, we do have a really big weekend this weekend, a lot of things going on and a lot of to ask your opinion. What did you think about the game Sunday? It all was right. a close one. So <laughs> it was a close one. A couple of thoughts. First of all, um, I thought the saints uh, played well. I thought there was a, a, some, some pretty good play calling, which I was surprised about um, considering the situation we were in without Mike Thomas, without Emmanuel Sanders and taking a look at those secondary receivers that were really kind of stepping up and, and answering the call. And I thought they played really well. I thought we saw a good performance out of the front line, which has been banged up uh, on the offensive side. I thought we saw a defense that was um, same thing, really, really banged up, but still making stops when it was important and none more important than that third down play uh, when Bridgewater was sacked. And that took them really out of that, 50 some odd yard field goal range and put it back to where they had to attempt that NFL record 65 yard field goal that, uh, you know, Sly, <laughs> Sly couldn't have hit that thing any better than he did. And um, it was, you talk about straight down the middle. It was, and it was Split just upright uh, for sure. It was, it was just, thankful, it was just a, just a little short. short. Little short. And, uh, but I, I, I will was, say that I'm glad the game came down to that because. I love, love, love Teddy Bridgewater. I have a ton of respect for him. I love to see him successful. That game really was uh, what I think we all wanted to see. We wanted to see Teddy do well, and we just wanted the Saints to win. And that's what we all got on Sunday, a great performance out of Teddy Bridgewater and a great performance from our New Orleans Saints. And that shows what we were able to, uh, what we lost with him. But at the same time, we're so glad to have had him here and it shows, you know, his development. And I think we all wish him the best in the rest of his career. What really, really warmed to my heart. And, and then just, it was like a, a, a kind of a kick and a cut too, because I realized what type of caliber of player that we lost in person is that when uh, he was coming to the sidelines in that play and he went and jumped on the bench with Drew and Taysom and Drew patted him on the back. <laughs> That was, was priceless. Like, Taking his really, spot on the bench. It really was. It really was. And I was just like, oh, man. And it's just for a split second, I was like, man, I, you know, I love him. And I hate that. Like I said, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I hated he went to the Panthers. But I'm happy he earned and deserved a starting chance. And that's where he is now. And they're 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 looking they're looking good. I mean, they their offense is, is like we talked about last week is is banged up too. I mean, they were missing their number one uh, running back who is is top three in the league. So not only were we missing our two top receivers, which I do commend our 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 secondaries guys out there because they did an amazing job. Callaway really did a great job. Uh, he, he got dinged up towards the end of the game. I think it was an ankle issue, but he said he's going to be fine. And I, and I really hope so because it looks like from what I heard, Emmanuel Sanders may not be back this week because of the two week quarantine period. And they never really did give specifics as far as whether he tested positive or if it was a false positive or if he was exposed, he's just on the COVID list so it doesn't look like we're going to have him back and then again Mike Thomas with his I say new injury but his second injury with the hamstring I, he, he doesn't look to be back this week either so we're going to need all guys on deck Drew Brees literally right before the show started uh it was tweeted out by the Saints Twitter account that he won FedEx performance of the week Oh, so great. that that, yeah. that was that I mean Drew Drew had a really good game and, and like I said everybody stepped up. I'm still I'm still feeling like the defense is suspect. 
there's there's a couple of guys on the team that just I don't I don't want to start I don't want to beat them up but because I mean that you go on social media and you can see everything that's being posted and I was happy that we won but there, there's a couple of guys on the defense just just really need to get get it get in check and, and need to step up they're not doing they're not doing what, what they should be doing and it, it's it's disappointing because a couple of years ago we were you know top five top ten defense and right now, you know, that, that play that you're talking about that big third down play, that, that was a huge play for us. But overall, I mean, there was just, there's still a lot of mental mistakes. They're missing blocks. I mean, it's just, they're not getting pressure up the middle so that there, there's a lot of things that need to be cleaned up. And these guys, you know, they're getting paid way too much money to not hear their name. <laughs> and like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to beat up on too bad because overall it was a good game. And we, we have a tough game against Chicago this week. We're playing in Chicago, uh, the weather, I think right now is supposed to be like in the, in the fifties. I don't know what the wind's going to be like, but, uh, you know, Chicago always seems to have, we, we have issues up there. So we, we have issues there. It's a tough place to play. Chicago's got a good football team last night. They didn't quite look the part, uh, against the Rams, but we know that they've got a, they've got a good football team. And so it is tough. You've got to keep pace in this division. Tampa is continuing to show that Tom Brady magic has come down there and uh, they keep putting parts into place. This is, this division is becoming a two team race very quickly. And so we've got to be able to keep pace with the Buccaneers as we go forward. Uh, We'll see this matchup with Chicago. That's a big game. Those divisional games are going to be, uh, those conference games are going to be very important. Everything as we make our way through the rest of the season. So it is something to watch, but I got to ask you, what did you think of the Falcons this week? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So normally after the game, my my routine and and we were I wasn't at the in the dome normally I'm in the dome and I listen to WWL so my new routine is since I'm watching from home this season is I will change a channel and put it on something else usually the NFL Network or ESPN kind of just getting the recap of all the games and I turn on WWL well this week for whatever reason I got sidetracked and the television stayed on on a on the, the Saints game afterwards and of course they switched over to the Falcons game so I caught the end of the game which was not a norm would have been norm for me but man was I so glad that I did <laughs> because they were up <laughs> and just as quick as they were up I said is is, is Stafford gonna pull out a win for them for the Lions and then like no soon as I like could even say it I was like they're gonna blow this lead of course the Lions beat the Falcons and and Arthur Blink on the sidelines was just priceless like his yeah. expression you know <sighs> there were two very interesting things that come out of that. Number one, the mindset of a team that is so afraid to score that because they know, they know what's coming. And so you knew it. He, he, he stumbles into the ends or, or just, just barely across the line to make a touchdown. And what happens? The Lions players are like, hey, ref, that's touchdown. Let's go. And the, and the Falcons, you could see the look of despair, like, why did we just score a touchdown? And they knew they were going to blew it. So I think that it was a surprise to no one that it ended up happening that way. But I, I have to congratulate them on scoring the first ever NFL uh, game losing touchdown. I think that's, that's a miracle. It's, it's, what's crazy to me is that the rumors, there's so many trade rumors going on this week and, there's been talk about Julio Jones being on the trade block. 
possibly Matt Ryan not being there after this season. I mean, it's just that team. I don't know if they're, I mean, obviously with the, the firing of Dan Quinn, but I don't know at this point, like, what do you, I mean, you, you've got star caliber players. They're just not, they're not clicking on the field. Something's going on with the team. So what do you do next year? You know, if you're the owner and the GM, do you, do you basically fire sale and start fresh and, and, and I mean, what do you do at that point? I, I think they're you just... have to, I think you have to do a fire sale. I have to, I think you have to be looking for that quarterback that's going to come in and there's options in the draft and there's options that are out there. And uh, so you have to start trying to put those pieces in place to figure out what you're going to do to rebuild that team. Because some of your better stars are on the, the end of their time in Atlanta, you can tell the frustration. Uh, Julio Jones is one of the best receivers of this generation. And um, he's going to get frustrated being there. Mm -hmm. He's going to want to be on a place where he can have an opportunity to win a championship. Uh, Matt Ryan is going to go down as a guy who was a great quarterback, but just never could really get the job done. And I think that's unfortunate for him. He's, he's a, he's a nice enough guy and he's uh He's had some really great seasons, but the team has just never been able to overcome some of the obstacles. And he's a guy that's had a hard time with pressure. And we make so I think this is it. This is the end of that. We make the jokes about the Super Bowl, but I mean, they never really have come back from that. They really right. haven't. Right. And it's, I mean, they're in our division. So of course we'd love to joke, but I mean, as a football fan and I look at the bigger picture, it is very unfortunate. They do have a lot of talent. I liken that to kind of like the Larry Fitzgerald situation in Arizona. He's such a great guy. And he was such a great player in his prime and they just never got over the hurdle. And I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they're actually playing well this year, but they're I, having I mean, a great season. I don't, so far. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, you know, but for him, he's the type of guy you want to say, you know, he deserves to be on a Super Bowl winning team. And that's the same thing with Julio. Julio is a great receiver, but he's just, they're not getting the production out of him. The team is not doing all that they can on the field. And it's, it's just, it's hard. It's really hard. I mean, we, 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 as Saints fans, we had our struggles up and down for years and it's just, but I mean, it's just, that's the team that you love to joke about because they're right. in our division and because they're always doing boneheaded things. But I mean, the, the, at this point, it's like, really, you have some decisions to make that that front office has some hard decisions to make, not only during the season on what, what to do as far as training players, but also off season and what you're going to do with the, with the quarterback situation. And I was really shocked to see that, especially because we're only a third into the season and for that talk to be coming out so soon and people don't realize, and I say this all the time, it's a physical and mental game you start doing having those talks right now that gets in a quarterback's head. It gets in a, in a receipt, any player's head and it sticks with them. Yeah. So yeah, you're you going to start it to see in. you pack it in at that point. I mean, look at what's happened to the jets. The jets take a 10 point lead in that game this weekend and they absolutely blow it to the bills. And uh, there is a mindset in those teams that there is no way that you can come back from it. And the Falcons have, I think, fallen into that same deal. And that's the thing that I took away from that mindset was the Falcons scored a touchdown in that, in that moment and didn't look at it as, okay, we've got the lead. Let's get on defense. They went, we just lost. And that is, that has never been a reaction I've seen before. 
No, and, and, and speaking of the Jets, I don't know how Adam Gase is still the head coach there. I really don't. I, I, that team is just a mess. He's made some really bad decisions. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what, what they're doing over there. I don't know if it's just that we were joking about the whole tanking for Trevor thing. But I mean, I'm starting to kind of wonder now if that's oh, the situation there. There, there is a, there is a. Again, you're talking about a COVID season. There's a lot of people out there that say that this isn't even a real season. This is not a, you know, between the political things that are out there, between the COVID, between everything else, they look at this as one of those asterisk type seasons that's like a strike season in a sport, something like that. People view it that way. And I think that there are teams that view it that way. The Jets may be one of them because the Jets are not doing anything to better their situation they're in, I mean, look what they did with, with Le'Veon Bell. You take yeah. arguably your best player and you ship him out for nothing. Um, that says that you are really on a, on a position just to start from scratch, but the jets have started from scratch every Numerous season. Times. It seems yeah. Like. Right. The same, the same thing happened in, 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 with the Browns. And I mean, who are, who are five and two right now? This is a really just kind of wonky year. You're seeing teams that you just, you wouldn't like the Cardinals. I mean, they were really weren't on anybody's radar. They're doing really well. I, I, my, my second favorite team is the Tennessee Titans and they're, they're five and one and right. Tannehill has been playing outstanding he didn't have such a great week this past week until close to the third quarter. And that leads me to my issue with Tom Brady. Cause I have both of them on my fantasy team. So <laughs> I was trying to decide what to do, like, okay, which quarterback do I start? And I, you know, I was looking at the, the past couple of weeks and I said, well, I was like, you know, Vegas gave us some trouble. I said, Brady's playing them in Vegas. I said, I'm going to go ahead and start Tannehill. Boy, did I make a mistake. You messed up. Yeah, 51 points, Tom Brady. <clears throat> and and mind you, one of those touchdowns he threw past, uh, past Drew's record. Now, they're going to go back and forth all year. I'm not really right. worried about that. Right. And and also, too, we had a bye week already, and the Bucks did not. So right. so Drew will jump ahead again. But, uh, but, yeah, 51 points. So, I just – but, so yeah, the Titans are doing really well. The Bengals – I mean, Joe Burrow, you know, we've talked about him. I love him. He had a great, phenomenal Another outstanding week. performance from just, Joe Burrow. Just didn't all come together. Didn't right. all come together at right. the end. So, yeah, there's a lot of teams out there that just weren't on anybody's radar. And now you're looking at it like, man, like, what's going on? The You know, the Cleveland Browns, who – you know, we're a joke for the last couple of years. They're doing well. It's just, and I mean, we, we can't say anything about us. I mean, our, you know, our, the Saints are, are not playing poorly. There's just, again, not, not playing to the level that I feel like we, 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 um, we could be, but we got to get some guys healthy. I really like, I go back to what I say and I know you're going to make jokes about it, but once we get uh, Mike Thomas and, and ESAM back on, on the field and get them together, I think you're going to see like the offense literally jump up a step. And Drew had such a great, if he can, if he can stay healthy and keep playing at that level and these guys keep stepping up at least for the next two weeks, then we're going to be okay. It was just the defense needs to, to, to get it together. They really right. And we've, and we've got to make sure that Alvin Kamara stays healthy uh, we, we've seen Jared Cook that's really kind of started to step up in that position. Uh, you know, we've really got to keep guys together until we can get those two pieces back. But this is the time in the schedule that you can kind of afford to have those people, you know, that you're missing. Um, yeah, because a lot once, of people 
a lot of people didn't give us a chance to win this week. They just said, oh, you know, Teddy Bridger was going to come in. He's familiar with the with the team and uh, having the fans in there weren't going to really make a big impact because it was only 3,000 fans and, you know, Drew's down his top two receivers. So they, a lot of them weren't picking us to win. No, they're not. And that and this is this is a game that you can afford against the Bears to still not have your two big receivers. But the following week, here you are, prime time at Tampa, you cannot be, you cannot afford to be without your stars at that point. No, we need them back. We need them back. So if they, if they both need to sit out this week, then, you know, and I, like I said, I already think that it, it looks like Emmanuel Sanders is going to be out just because of the the protocol. And, 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 and obviously he, he definitely needs to, like I said, we don't know. They've been very, very quiet as to, to what's going on. But uh, to give you an example, if you know anything about what's going on with the Panthers and Cam Newton, I mean, he had, he had COVID and he just looked terrible this past week. And after kind of seeing some of the, the, I say highlights, but the, the recap of his last two weeks, they're saying that they, they don't think that he's no, we're near hundred percent after this. Right. So, you know, definitely let him stay home and rest and, and, and take the extra week. And hopefully we get him and Mike back that, like you said, for that primetime game, cause that's, that's going to be tough. That is it's, going to be a tough game. Cause if Brady keeps playing the way he's playing, I may have to start him that week in my league. <laughs> that's right. You look, you got d- difficult decisions to make, but for most weeks, I probably wouldn't leave Brady on the bench. I'm just saying that's, Right now he's on a bit of a tear and you kind of, if in the fantasy world, you have to, you have to ride with the horse, right? You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah, I know. I trust me. I learned, I learned my lesson, but I mean, like I said, they were playing, uh, the Titans were playing in Pittsburgh. So I was like, you know, Tannehill tore it up the week before against the Texans. I said, yeah, I had no reason to think that. I needed to start Brady over uh, over uh, Tannehill because, like I said, he was playing in Vegas. And I was like, after looking at the two matches, I said, oh, I'm going to go with, with Tannehill. And he didn't do bad. I think he scored, I don't remember, like 25 points or something like that. But, I mean, hey, I could have had 51 points. And I, play, and I play to win. I'm very competitive. So. Right, right. No, I'm, I'm competitive as well. I'm just not uh, – I'm not having quite the fantasy season I would have liked to have had. I've had some very difficult uh, – uh, twists of luck, as we call it. In fact, in one of my leagues, I've outscored everyone else in the entire league, yet I've only got two wins. It's just the way things have matched up. It's been Yeah, between odd. COVID and the end, like for me, what hurt me is in the beginning of the season was injuries. I mean, Mike Thomas went out and he, you know, he was my, my, my number one re- uh, receiver that I had on the team. So when he went out, I was like, great. And so it's just, I lucked out with having two decent quarterbacks. And uh, so now we're, you know, like I said, a third into the season and, and I'm not doing terrible, but I mean, I, this is kind of foreign for me because I'm usually in the, in the one, two or one, two, three position. And I'm kind of in the middle of the pack right now. So, but I mean, it's still time. And if, if the season then today, I'd be in the playoffs and, and most of my guys are healthy, but between the injuries and COVID that, that really messed me up and I'm, I'm starting to get some of them back so so yeah but it's always fun it's always it fun is. to play play fantasy football it's just it's not so much fun when you you got your players playing against your your team and then especially when I was in the dome yeah. <laughs> I'd be watching I could see it in front of me but speaking of in the dome uh they had the 3,000 fans this week and it seemed like everything went really well there were no incidences so far that we've we've heard of and and everybody seemed to um 
I guess cooperate, social distance, and wear a mask. Right. So we'll see uh, how the how the numbers play out and where we'll be in a, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and so far so good on that. We hope to see those numbers go up. We hope to see the uh, the positive trends, particularly in New Orleans and in the Southeast Louisiana uh, region, continue to be where we can continue to have more fans. You know, the the uh, high school stadiums are now able to have 500 people or 50% capacity. And I just got to give a shout out to my brother, Martin Crusaders that are undefeated this season and knocked off Rummel. They've had a hard time against Rummel the last few years. And so they're sitting in first place in the the great Catholic League of New Orleans, which uh, is uh, always one of the toughest leagues, but it is great to see the fans being able to get out to those games again and seeing the, some of the stadiums filling up. We've seen fans out there for LSU. We've seen fans out there on the high school games, and we're not hearing about any incidents. People are doing their part, keeping their masks on, keeping their distance. And so thank you to everybody for that you know, as we go forward, you know, yeah. another thing people got to keep their distance on, you know, today is the last day of early voting in the city of New Orleans. Yes. And next week, as we do this, it'll be uh, election day. Uh, it's going to be a mess. <laughs> but I did want to mention something that I saw yesterday as people were lining up outside of the Smoothie King Center, which was being used as an area that you could go into early voting in the city of New Orleans to try to take care of some of the overflow from some of the regular parish areas. Um, there was a brass band socially distanced outside playing for people that were going to early vote yesterday. And I thought, man, only in New Orleans would you ever yes. see that. I like that. I, li I really like that idea. I actually saw on Twitter yesterday, somebody shared, and I wish I could give them a shout out. I really don't remember who it is, but uh, in Philadelphia for early voting, someone had a radio and they were line dancing in the line because <laughs> there was probably, I'm going to guess about 50 people outside, but they were social yep. distance and wearing masks, but somebody had a radio or, uh, or a car stereo or something that was cranked up and they were line dancing. And I thought that was really cool <laughs> well, people are itching to get the live music people are itching to get moving again and i gotta tell you something else that's interesting especially as we talk about music we've talked about the clubs being closed and how much support they need and one of the most famous venues in the united states and some would argue the world for live music is tipitina's right here in new orleans mm -hmm. and tipitina's has something that's going to be starting up november the 7th so that is basically a, a week from Saturday, right? And I hope we can talk about this a little bit more, but it's called Tipitina's TV. And if you go to tipitinas.com, you can check it out, but it's a subscription where they're going to do, this is their second season. They did a first season earlier in the year, but starting November 7th, it's going to start with the Save Tips benefit. And you're going to have performances that are going to start on the 7th and it's $15 a show, or you can pay for the whole season. It's 60 bucks for the whole season. But there's great stuff in the lineup for this season. You've got the Soul Rebels, Big Frida, Mark Broussard. I mean, all kinds of stuff that's going to air from Tipitina's, and it's going to be on this Tipitina's TV again. You go to tipitina's.com and check that out. That's a great way to also support uh, a great venue that we don't want to lose and a great way to support some of the musicians who are really having a hard time out there. So just something I wanted to mention, especially as we talked about music and how unique it is down here, right? 
Yes, very, very. And it's and and I think a lot of that is what has kind of gotten us all through this because they've had online concerts. I know Cowboy Mouth did it. They had a few different benefits that were on Facebook Live and our uh, local musicians have been putting on shows on their various uh, social medias page, porch concerts as, as we call them, uh, just, you know, them and maybe like one person in their band or a lot of them have been doing stuff at, for the you know last couple of months because they haven't been able to. And I mean, we've, we've talked about this before me we're such a a, a, a a huge music city and culture and just and we're trying to to be able to support our restaurants but our musicians outside of um when uh, the crew red beans was here and they you know we're we're basically hiring them to, to help them out i mean we really hadn't heard much more as far as like out in social media and uh, promoting that, and it kind of gets buried because it, it's it's the same principle. I kind of feel like well, what happens with the hurricanes. I mean, there's just everybody's going through the same thing right now. But I mean, for New Orleans, we are a service industry town. We thrive. We live off of tourism and and our our music and our local mom and pop restaurants. So yeah, I'm glad that there's going to be another avenue for be able to, to uh, have people exposed to the not only the talent but just be able to get them to get some kind of revenue because we don't want the landscape of the city to change once all this is all said and done and that's been my biggest fear as well as some other people that I've talked to that are from New Orleans that have moved out of the area and they come back here for you know frequently to visit they're all afraid for 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 the same reason of that things are going to change here a lot of the things that make this city so special and those hidden gem places that we love to visit won't get through this because they've been struggling for so long and we've been in you know shut down literally i mean we were supposed to go to phase 3.3 yeah that was supposed to be yes and they've they've changed that now and delayed it for a week because of just one because of halloween this weekend the city officials are afraid that people are going to just turn out and 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 go out just become a monster holiday in new orleans right Right. And then also because of last weekend, which we talked about on the show uh, last week as well, is that the quarter was packed. And I'm disappointed again because I saw, you know, huge crowds out there, not socially distancing on the street and not wearing masks. And we understand that you've been, you know, stuck in the house and you want to get out and you want to go support our local businesses in, in, in the quarter. And please do, but do it safely because if these numbers go up, they will shut things back down and we'll be back to where we were again. Right. And we then, don't want to follow the trends that right. we're seeing and in, in some every, other cities. Right. And then everything that you did to go out and support them basically was in vain because now we're back, you know, for probably another month to uh, six weeks having things shut down. So go out and support our local businesses. Go out and listen to some music. Go out and and enjoy yourself. Do the things outdoors that we talked about last week for, for, Hall- for Halloween. If you even want to do trick-or-treating, but do it in a in a in a safe manner take all the safety precautions that you can because we don't want the numbers to go back we don't want to spot again i want to give you a positive note to close out my time today i got a report from down in cajun country this week that says the crawfish crop is already coming up and looking real good. So okay. yeah. that is that is something that I think is positive news yes, that we can is. we can start looking forward to. It's not going to be long before we start to see those sacks. Usually December, usually December, like the the mid to end of December, we usually can get them. Uh, 
they're a little pricey, but I mean, we can get them. So, I mean, if we can, if we can get it a few weeks sooner, Hey, that'd be a great way to close out 2020. Cause I know a lot of us here, I mean, some of our favorite dishes, crawfish etouffee, uh, you know, uh, crawfish pasta, crawfish bread, crawfish pies. I mean, that they're absolutely delicious. And you can make them with the the frozen crawfish that are that's at the store but nothing beats when you boil them and then you go ahead and pick and peel them yourself and cook with the leftovers i mean there's just something about that and i know jeff's itching because he makes he makes some great bowl crawfish from what i heard (laughs) that's what that's what i'm told so i'm happy about it looking forward to it that's for sure definitely great great way great way to end the show and on a very positive note and as always uh, we uh we hope everyone has a great week I'm going to wish y'all a very happy Halloween. Don't forget to set your clocks back. Enjoy that extra hour of sleep. And if you have any questions or comments for us about uh, this show, or you have something for our next week's show that you want us to talk about, you can find us on social media. I am Tina at the NOLA girl and our official Twitter handle is at floors underscore truly. And I'm here with my awesome guest. I'm sorry, co-host Jeff. <laughs> I know. I feel like a guest sometimes. I don't understand it. No, I am, of course, the Nola Rolla on Twitter. And of course, you can find me on the Facebook, Jeff Monus, M-A-U-M-U-S, the French pronunciation. So everyone have a fabulous week. Be safe. And we will see you next week on Floor Surely. Happy Halloween. Insurance, we believe the things you do for your business every day are nothing short of heroic, and you deserve someone equally heroic to protect them. Like the breaking ground on new construction things, the every box and barcode matters things, and the driving the family business forward things. We put our all into covering your business so you can focus on the things you love most. That's the power of heart. Acuity Insurance, wholeheartedly for you. Why? When you can. Why? When you can. Taste the thrill with Coca-Cola and Six Flags. Save up to 50% on tickets with promo code Coke at SixFlags.com.